0: Before Me Always, The Definition of Constancy The Torah system encompasses many different subject areas. Definitions within one area often appear in other areas within the system. Like in nature, when we carefully follow one thread, it is often intertwined and will lead us to related expressions within the system. In Parsha Truma, Shemot, Chav Hei Lamed, Shemot 2530, it says, And you should place on the table, showbread, before me, always. The Torah describes the showbread in the Beit HaMikdash as lefanai tamid, right, before me, always. The definition of always, tamid, as it relates to time and continuity, is discussed in the Talmud. We find a Mishnah on Menachot Saritet Tet Bet, in the Talmud Bavli 99b Menachot, and it reads, "Va'echad shel Zahav nibi'fnim shalav lacham ha'panim tamid." And the table of gold on the inside was where they placed the showbread always. And the Mishnah goes on to describe the process that there were two sets of Koanim, Hamachnisim omdim betzafon u'vnem ladarom, Hamotzi omdim betdarom betzafon. So basically, a set of kohenim were on the northern side facing south. A set of kohenim were on the south facing north, and they would one would remove the bread and the other would place it within a tefach, a handbreadth of each other, as it says in, the, in our parsha and in, in our pasuk, before me always. So that was the procedure outlined in the Mishnah. Interestingly, Rabbi Yossi comments, and he says, Rabbi Even if ones were to take take off, and then later it would be placed, that would still meet the definition of always. So the Mishnah describes the process of replacing the showbread daily. According to the procedure, a set of kohanim would prepare to remove the showbread, while another set of koanim would prepare to place the new showbread. With a hand, within a hand of one another, they would remove and replace the showbread in a manner as close to simultaneously as possible, pursuing the constancy described in our verse of Before Me Always. Yosi states that even if one removes the showbread and there were a gap before the new showbread is placed, this would not violate the concept of constancy. The Gemara goes ahead and elaborates on this, and it says, Tanya, Herbiyosi, Omer, a afilu ha-yeshena v'sider et even if you were to remove the old bread in the morning, and then you set up the, the new bread in the evening, it would be totally fine. There'd be no issue. So how do I fulfill this concept of uh, before me always? below That there's no uh, period overnight where there's no bread on the table. So, in the Gemara's analysis, Rabi'osi clarifies that merely having the showbread on the table during the day, even momentarily, and then placing new showbread at night would be sufficient. Only leaving the table empty overnight would violate the principle of constancy. It is interesting that Rabi'osi defines the criteria of constancy this way. Despite the procedure described in the Mishnah, he understood that always could not be defined literally. Even the method prescribed would not achieve literal constancy. Thus, he opts for an abstract halakhic definition. Apparently, there is a default definition of constancy, which applies to the showbread. This definition is maintained by having the bread on the table during the day and during the night, even briefly. Only when there is an absence throughout an entire period is the definition of constancy broken. The procedure described in the Mishnah is in pursuit of the ideal, but less can fulfill the minimum requirement. Now the Gemara continues, and it says, So Rabbi Ami says, from the concept of Rabbi Yossi, we can learn that even if a person only studies a perik in the morning, a chapter in the morning, and a chapter in the evening, he has fulfilled the mitzvah as outlined um, from God to Yoshua, where it says the Sefer, to- the Sefer HaTorah, uh, these words, this book of the Torah, should not be removed from your mouth. In other words, uh, maintaining a degree of, uh, of constancy in attachment to Torah and learning. So Riyami extends the halakhic definition of constancy, provided Rabbi Yo- Rabbi Yosi regarding the showbread, to the area of learning Torah. We are exhorted by God to be constantly involved in Torah. While literal constant involvement is an ideal to be pursued, studying day and night, just a little bit, can fulfill the basic obligation. As the Rambam writes, using the same verse from Yeshua, in Talmud Torah, Perak Aleph, Halacha, Chet, he says, He says, Every man from the Jewish people is obligated to study Torah, whether he is poor or rich, whether he is of sound body or whether he is one who is uh, experiencing suffering, whether he's young or whether he's old, uh, who is uh, someone who's who's lost their strength. Even a filu ani Even a poor person has to go around. Um, from door to door, begging for uh, for resources and food. Even somebody who is married and has children. He must set up a time for Torah study in the morning and at night. As it says, You should be involved in it day and night. And that's our same Passover in Yoshua. So, Interestingly, the Gemara then continues, and Rabbi Yochanan says Even if a person, so, so Rabbi Yochanan says in, in the name of Rabbi Shun Bar Yochai, again, who is known for constant involvement in Torah, he nonetheless says, uh, even if a person only recited Kriyachma in the morning and at night, he has fulfilled this obligation uh, of not to having Torah depart from one's, uh, one's mouth, as, as outlined in the Pasuken Yoshua. So um, he then continues, though, and he says, This uh, minimum requirement is prohibited to state in front of those who are uneducated. mitzvah And Rava says it's actually a mitzvah. One is obligated to say this in front of those who are uneducated. So, Rabbi Yochan in the Talmud goes further, and based on Rabbi Shimon Yochai, says that one can fulfill the obligation of being constantly involved in Torah by merely reciting the Shema in the morning and at night. The activity of reciting Shema is an act of accepting the yoke of heaven, Kabbalat O'Malchut Shemayim, but it is achieved through the medium of learning Torah. Thus, it fulfills the requirement of constancy in learning. Rabbi Yochanan then goes on and states that it is prohibited to tell those who are uneducated about this minimal requir- minimal requirement. He believes this will lead to the neglect of Torah study. Rava disagrees and states that this minimal requirement should definitely be taught to those who are uneducated. So, to me, there's a natural tension that this disagreement between Rava and Rabbi Yochanan um, highlights, and it's a natural tension in education about setting minimum requirements. And, uh, and minimum ex- minimal expectations. And it's similar related to pass-fail grading. Sometimes an established minimum can result in lower expectations and therefore lower performance. On the other hand, if the minimum is more easy- easily achieved, as in a pass-fail course, the student is free to pursue higher learning within the course without concern for uh, the technical grading. And that can be an advantage. So back in our subject, both Rabbi Yochanan and Rava agree about the minimal requirement they instead disagree within, within an educational framework about teaching this idea. Rabbi holds the potential detriment of this idea will outweigh the benefit. If someone is looking for an excuse to disengage from Torah, this idea could cause serious harm. Rava seems to hold that the benefit of this idea outweighs the detriment. If merely reciting the Shema twice a day maintains the definition of constant involvement with Torah, that will inspire those who are looking for more Torah in their lives to aspire to even greater engagement.